I'm Fred McMurray, which means this must be... Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. We at the Pillars of Franchising team would like to express our gratitude to Feedspot for listing us as number one in their 2023 list of top 50 franchising podcasts that you should listen to. Thank you from everyone here at Pillars of Franchising. And welcome to another episode of Pillars of Franchising. Yay, Ray is back today. Good to see you, Ray. Yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, I Have am. Uh, in, yeah, you know, you've been, you have been enjoying your franchisee financial freedom, as Austin called it. And today I am, as I'm sitting out at a ball game, getting ready to watch my son play a nice game of baseball in 89 degree weather here in Chicago. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have our great return guest on the show today. Uh, our what our number one neighborly guy, Mr. Austin Meeks. Hey, Austin, how are you? I am so well, Kristen. I love seeing the background of those baseball diamond shares. It, you it, like that? Very, very <laughs> heartwarming. I feel like I'm back on the ball field. So great to the be only with thing, and you. The only thing better would be if I was at a Cubs game. Hey, I think we could get you a hot dog and a beer and really paint this whole picture. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I got half of that picture right now, but. <laughs> Uh, so listen, we are so excited to have you back. And today you are coming to us not from the other brands, but from a new assignment. Tell us what you're up to with Neighborly now. I am so glad you asked, Kristen. I am the director of franchise development for a new brand that Neighborly acquired that's called Precision Garage Door Service. Precision was recently voted by Entrepreneur Magazine as the number one franchise for the repair and replacement of garage doors. So that's what we do. If your garage door won't open, or if your garage door looks tacky and you want to give your home a different view from the street, we are able to provide those garage doors for you. And it's the same concept, Ray, as it is with these other neighborly brands where we recognize at some point, everybody's going to need their home cleaned. At some point, everybody's going to have that toilet that clogs or that garage door spring that breaks. Mm -hmm. And if and when you need to have that service done, you could either, one, do it yourself, which we're increasingly seeing that people are not willing to do, especially Mm -hmm. garage doors where there's some safety issues. You could either call Bubba to come do it, (laughs) which everybody's got a Bubba in their life somewhere who's good with the tools and come and work it. But when you're a busy person, you might be one of those dual income households where the both grownups are working. You don't have time yes. to sit around from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. when right. the schedule magically opens and he shows up. So what we're seeing more and more of is that people are willing to pay a premium for these home services. So they'll call Mr. Rooter when that plumbing issue happens, or they'll call Precision yeah. when that garage door happens. And it's a fabulous franchise. We have 115 locations across the country. And wow. Does that mean you're almost sold wow. out? 
we are. So it's it's the best and worst thing about my job. I'm a victim of the success of this fabulous organization where we only have about 25 markets left. And wow, the way I describe it, this is pertinent for where you are, Kristen. I describe okay. it as a major league opportunity for minor league markets. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So what are like the top five markets that you're focusing on right now? Well, so as an example, Chicago sold out. Peoria and Champagne and Springfield wow. that's available, right? So that's that secondary or tertiary market off of the prime yeah. of Chicago. Um, let's see, like Tulsa, Oklahoma available. Oklahoma City sold out. El okay. Paso, Midland, Odessa available. Dallas, Fort Worth is sold out. Carmel and Monterey in California available. San Francisco <gasps> is sold out. So if you got that beach house in Carmel, right? Wow, away, yeah. Away, oh. There's nothing worse than that sinking feeling. You get ready to go to work. You're right on time. And you go to push that button on the garage door and it goes. <clears throat> <laughs> you push it again. Uh-uh, and you look up and there's a broken spring. Now. Yeah, and you, <laughs> you can't fix those yourself either. You'll take off your head. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to go mess around and lose a finger over the weekend. It's something, I mean, these garage doors, typically four to 600 pounds, they're elevated eight to 10 feet above your car and your kid yeah. and your pets. We just, we see increasingly, Ray, that even if people are willing to tackle other home right. service projects, they are saying, I'm staying as far away from that garage door as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I certainly don't blame them. I'm a do-it-yourselfer, so I did it myself, but I did realize that there's a tremendous amount of danger if you're if you're not handy at all. You know, yeah. like you say, lose a finger or your life. You know? sure. oh, oh yeah, that's no joke. And another another thing that's been happening, Ray, that's kind of driving the industry is that historically the people who worked on garage doors were those general Mr. Fix-its. Just a, a handy person is who you would call, hey, do you fix garage doors? Sure, we can do that. They'll come over. That's actually how our company started. So in 1997, some friends in Phoenix needed their garage door fixed. As you did in the late 90s, if you needed to find information, you found it in the yellow pages. So they pull out their gigantic yellow pages, turn to the garage door section, and there's not a section in the yellow pages for garage. Nothing at all. So that's when they recognized, wow, okay, I guess we have to use a general handy person, but yep. there could be a niche for people who are specifically looking to get their garage door fixed. So they started Precision in 1997, began franchising in 1999. And like I mentioned, today we have 115 locations. We perform about 2,000 jobs every single day across those locations. Wow. And last year, our average franchise location did $5,288,000 in sales. Wow. Mm. Awesome. I feel like whatever brand Neighborly gives you, you just become like the instant rock star, head cheerleader. I mean, you just get so passionate about these brands, and I think it's really awesome. You know, I pushed for a promotion for you last time, and I see we got you this far. Now I've got to keep pushing, because really, you do such a great job at pumping up these brands. Tell mm. us a, a the 25 markets that you have left, what kind of investment do people have to look at making right. to get a precision garage? So when I am looking at what makes a viable territory for this business, I'm not looking based on population. 
I care about how many garage doors are there in an area and specifically how many garage doors on households because the right. customers that we market to at Neighborly are residential customers. Yeah. You're able to do as much commercial work as you can shake a stick at, but I'm not going to have you pay for those commercial doors. What I'm going right. to have to pay for to purchase your territory is finding an area that has at least 150,000 single family households, which okay. roughly translates to about half a million people. Mm-hmm. And I want all those single family households within a radius of 50 miles of the center of okay. the territory. So 150,000 households to 300,000 households within mm-hmm. yep. this territory. So it costs 40 cents a pop. So if okay. you could buy a territory that had 150,000 households, that would cost $60,000. Okay. And then you have a franchise fee, right? So that would be the franchise fee. That's the fee. Ah, to okay. that's the territory. And then on top of that is where, okay, I've got my trucks, I've got my vehicles, uh, I've got insurance, whatever else I need, my inventory, marketing. So on sure. paper, this concept is probably one hundred fifty dollars to $250,000. It depends yeah. on the location where you are, the size of the market. But what we've been finding, this has been so fascinating recently, is that all, almost all of the territories that I've put together have between 150 and 300,000 of these single family households. Some are a little uh-huh. more. Like Tulsa, for instance, has about 400,000. That okay. whole territory I talked about has about 100,000. So we can go a little bit more, a little bit less. But sure. what, we're, what we're seeing in our other precision markets across the country that are operating, like the Northwest Arkansas market is a great example of this, Kristen. This is Walmart uh-huh. country, like Bentonville. Oh, Bentonville. yeah. I have a franchise owner there who um, is, he has built a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight figure business for himself. Wow. In Arkansas. And the, wow, it would just, the fact of the matter is that it is so much easier operationally to run your business in a secondary or tertiary market than yeah. if you're in Chicago. Like, Kristen, you know what you have to pay to have your company be the first <laughs> one that shows up on Google ads. That's yes. different if you're in Chicago versus Champaign. So right. we know that there are operational advantages to being in some of these smaller markets, which once again, are not small. These are areas at right. least half a million people or so. Yeah, they're um, just not mega urban areas. Right? But if, so. if you're one of two or three garage companies versus one of 20 or 30, we really feel like with our superior marketing and the systems that we have, that you can achieve a market share much greater than what you would in one of those yeah. markets. So it's like, would you rather have 40% of a $10 million market or 10% of a $40 million market? You right. know, on paper, it's exactly the same, but it's presumably a lot easier to operate when you're in that $10 million market than the $40 million market. Sure. So are you looking for people who, I know that you said that this kind of started as more of a handyman business. I have to believe that the way Neighborly has been trending with all of this, you're, you're not necessarily looking per se for owner operators, but um, you want people working, you know, closely with the guys who are fixing the garage doors, but who's your ideal franchisee in this yeah. model? That's a great question. I The people that I see having the most success with this are those who I would consider light blue collar. So uh, I was an electrical engineer. I'm talking to a guy right now who is an electrical engineering degree, uh, a master's mm-hmm. degree. So he's highly technical, uh, but also he was a Navy, uh, he was a Navy submarine um, cool. technician. Oh. And, and so he, he knows how to get his hands dirty and do the hard work as well. Yep. That's yep. who we find. So 
if you are the owner of this business, what we're going to ask you to do is once you go through your initial online training, you're going to come out to Titusville, Florida to our headquarters. They're right on the space coast. You look across the bay, there's Cape Canaveral. You see rockets going off. It is so cool watching awesome. the Space Center at work. And when you're in Titusville with us for about a week, you, the owner, whether you have lily white hands like me or callous hands, <laughs> you are going to learn how to fix these garage doors. And there's really four or five garage door types that yep. comprise 99% of the doors out there. And the idea is that you're going to take that knowledge back to your location and you're going to train your people to go out and do the work. So we don't want the owner going out and performing the service, uh-huh. but we want the owner knowing how to do this one in case they're in a pinch or maybe they say, Hey, I want to save yeah. money. I'll go do a job here and there. But really it's because that's what builds credibility with totally. these. And the, the thing that you are responsible for that we as the parent company cannot help you with is building the culture of your location. That's right. Totally. So that hard but work, the, that's a really important piece of the culture. But uh, I'll tell you, I, I'm sorry, because we have people listening and thinking like, hey, this might be a really good brand to buy. Can you tell us what kind of training and support you do give to your franchisees? So the first thing that you're going to run into is that you have a sure start training <laughs> So once you sign a franchise agreement, you just decided, hey, I'm going to sign on the dotted line and I'm going to purchase this Binghamton and Ithaca, New York territory. I'm going to own that for 10 years because I just spent $60,000 or so purchasing the territory. After you sign a franchise agreement, I hand you off because I've been the one holding your hand prior to that and walking Mm -hmm. you through the process. You get to meet with your SureStart training coordinator, whose name is Jen. She's going to help you with all of your training. You're assigned a franchise business coach who is with you from womb to tomb. As long as you are in Precision Garage Door, you're going to have a franchise business coach. We have three of them who are all excellent. They've been in the system for years, and they're there to help you grow your business the way you could and should. So they're going to be able to look at your numbers. And while it might look like Chinese to you, they understand the stories that all of those numbers are telling. Because we've looked at those financials for dozens of business over dozens of years now. So when you're wondering, oh, gosh, like, can I afford to put another truck on the road? It's like Mother Willow in the Pocahontas movies. Just (laughs) around the river bend is what she can see. (laughs) She knows what's coming and you don't. But that Uh franchise coach has been in the scenario of growing all these businesses. Kristen, last year, our top location grossed more than $36 million in sales. In the our bottom location did $352,000 in sales. So there's a big spread there. Um, So I'm willing to like learn how to fix garage doors. (laughs) I'm pretty interested in uh, trading in, you know, my million and a half dollar business for a $36 million business. (laughs) Head a little bit further south. Just keep going. You'll be in Peoria in no time. Oh, how, I'm how much of your of your business is uh, new product sales as opposed to just simply uh, maintenance and labor? The majority of the work we do is repair work. Mm-hmm. Um, an outsized portion of the revenue, though, does come from garage door sales just because a garage door is so much more expensive. The average ticket size in 2022, Ray, was $752. And that's, that is averaging what we're yeah. spending on a repair. It's maintenance, replacing on. a spring or installing yeah. a new garage door opener or something like that. 
Exactly. This one other thing that's been interesting that's happened recently, really in the last five years or so, is that we now get calls from people who have no issue with their garage door, but simply want to give their house a facelift. And that was not happening, especially 10 years ago, but even five years ago, there has been this change of seeing the garage door as a fashionable element of a home rather than a functional piece of it. And so the, the supply is now starting to rise to meet the demand and these garage door partners with whom we work, they're starting to offer even more and more different types of garage doors, different decorative elements on top. Oh, Hey, this has windows. Uh, This has a cool cutout design. And 10 years ago, pretty much all garage doors looked the same. Now, if you wanted it to look like Chip and Joanna Gaines came over to your house or have a garage door similar to the one behind (laughs) me, it's much easier to get that. And you have many more options because now the top five companies all do a cool wooden one like that rather than just the the traditional metal panels that we're used to seeing. And you uh, traditionally deal with a few companies or one company or all of them as far as garage doors are concerned. That's something that's unique about Precision is that we have vendor relationships, Ray, and it would behoove our franchise owners to take advantage of those relationships. Yeah. But we, as the franchisor, do not require that they use specific products. A lot okay, of good. a lot of franchises will say that, "Hey, you just bought our ice cream shop. Now you have to buy our ice cream and right. buy yeah. our napkins and our spoons." We feel like, hey, if you can go get a better deal on buying garage doors from your friend who has a garage door dealership, go mm-hmm. for it. It's unlikely that you're going to have better marketing and buying power than we do, but you're not required. We do not require franchise owners to, to put in a specific door. I think that's a really, I think that's a really good sales point because, you know, more and more franchisors are requiring their franchisees to use their products, whether it's in a quick serve restaurant situation or, or things like, you know, various supplies. So I think that's really great. I hope that you guys continue. inflated rates too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's not a profit center for us. We are not making money off of having our franchise owners go, you know, put that, put that new lift master door opener in. Mm -hmm. That's not how we're making money there. We really want to be focused 100% on helping you guide your business Mm -hmm. and coach you so that yep. you can be increasing those per capita numbers of your territory and squeezing out every single dollar that's available there. That's yeah. something that I've noticed recently is that there oftentimes when I talk to people, they did not wake up that morning dreaming about owning a garage door business. This is owning a toilet cleaning business. No, 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 that wasn't they, on my radar. And here we are. But one of the things that comes to mind in, in uh, Kristen's business and, and my business is that we have recurring customers, clients. Now, is is that something uh, I, I could conceivably see you soliciting your customers on a regular yearly basis for uh, gen, you know general maintenance of their garage door? Is that something you do? That's not something that we do currently. It's something we have explored. And a lot of these home services are looking at Hey, does this make sense as a subscription, right? Right. We know that's the easiest way to get people's money. You charge just a little bit less than the amount mm-hmm. that would probably cause them to think, oh gosh, got to get on the phone and cancel this thing. Yeah. Uh, think about that urban air. It's this uh, franchise right. from Unleashed Brands. They have little trampolines. <laughs> I, I went there one time, to, took my five-year-old. It's like 25 bucks to go jump or it's $15 <laughs> to sign up for the membership. 
but it's such an insignificant amount that now two years later, I've only been back twice and I've had the whole membership the whole time. So <laughs> that, that is not actively something, Ray, that we're doing. Um, no charge for that idea, by the way. No charge for that yeah. idea. <laughs> I have been part well. of conversations regarding the idea. Our, our thing, Ray, is more just we want to make sure because we are charging a premium that we are delivering terrific value anytime that we touch someone's phone. And if it's just, Hey, this guy came over and put some grease on my springs and charged mm-hmm. me under 20 bucks. It's hard for us to see how the consumer feels like that's very valuable. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, maintenance, routine maintenance is not something that's that important. We'd rather just wait until it breaks and come and fix it. Well, I'll tell you, I always have the sticker on, on the back of my garage door. So if something happens, I'm like, oh, who did I use? Oh, it's right there, right? It's right so there. Yeah. I that's the only way I continue to use the same company because I have that reminder. But I'll tell you, Austin, I'm super excited about this model. I think it's really good. And, you know, we talk a lot uh, with people about the emerging brands. And obviously, Neighborly is the complete opposite of that. And I think that, you know, it, it certainly offers a huge network. Do you want to just speak briefly to some of the benefits um, you have in being part of this big mega umbrella company that, that people might want to look at instead of maybe an emerging brand or something smaller? Sure. So probably 90% of franchise brands out there, regardless of the category, food, fitness, home services, probably 90% of franchises have fewer than 100 locations they're never going to get above that 100 unit mark. So the majority of franchises are never going to be above 100. Precision, I mentioned earlier, we have 115 locations currently. But even if we were not affiliated with Neighborly, that would still make us the largest franchise that's doing the type of work we do. The fact that we're part of this Neighborly family of brands where Neighborly owns brands like Molly Made Cleaning, AirServe, Five Star Painting, Mr. Rooter, Real Property Management, Collectively, we have about 5,500 franchise locations that are serving more than 12 million customers across six countries. So what that practically means is two things. One, it means you have massive buying power that you would not have if you just started Kristen's Garage Door Company, where we can lean on Ford and General Motors and we can say, hey, we're not buying a van, right? We're going to buy a thousand vans this year. Which one of you is willing to give us a steeper discount or a more significant rebate? And then all yeah. of a sudden, that's our preferred vendor for that. So you have buying awesome. power at Neighborly through an internal company we have called ProTradeNet. That is your procurement arm. Anything you need for your business. Hey, I need uniforms. I want to offer insurance to my employees. My yeah. wife is scared about me losing my job. Well, you don't have to roll off your insurance. You can roll right onto the the insurance plan that we're able mm-hmm. to offer you through ProTradeNet. So that's one of the big benefits of being in that, the buying yeah. power. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's really life-changing when people recognize it because for most people, their fear of leaving their job is not yeah. the loss of income. It's the loss of the services that they have through their insurance. Yeah, insurance is huge. My retirement yeah. accounts or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's one of the primary benefits of being part of Neighborly is the buying power. And then the second is the marketing power. We do have yeah. a database of 12 million plus customers. And if you're the type of homeowner who prefers to have Molly made come over and clean your house rather than Maria's maid service, mm-hmm. you're the same type of homeowner who presumably would want a similar level of service when you need right. a garage door fix. You don't want Bubba coming. 
you right. mean about precision comp where yeah we get there we park on the street in a branded vehicle you got a text yep. message and a little blurb about the person who's coming over you saw their photo you see oh they've got three kids they've been working for 15 years and they're a member of the you know little league baseball club that's right. enough that makes you feel comfortable with this person coming yeah over. yeah i don't want to see somebody's butt crack when they're putting up my garage door <laughs> and like on not that's my really, venue either. That just, <laughs> you know, it ruins it for me. So I, I'm sure that that's not going to happen with precision for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm super excited. Ray, do you have any more questions? I'm like ready to sell this brand. Oh, yeah. I, I think you should go out there and sell it right away. I know the difficulty. I've installed my own garage door. I've, I've installed my own garage door opener twice since I've lived here. I've installed springs. It's extremely difficult, and you, yeah. on my part, I had to do a lot of research. I can tell you that the average person on the street is not going to want to do that. So, yeah, this, this sounds like a fantastic. And you say the starting is sixty thousand, right? Yes, sir. That's the yeah. brand. Yeah, that's, that's the brand. That's fantastic. If you were yeah. to buy a territory that had a hundred thousand yeah. single family, and, and your yeah, then would be some parts, some garage doors, some openers, some springs. So yeah. you're not you're really talking about a lot more as as far as stock is concerned. So that's something that I think most people could easily afford. It'd be a fantastic franchise to get involved. And, and Ray, just briefly talking about having stuff in stock. One of the reasons why we don't have an exclusive relationship with any of these door companies or spring manufacturers is because we want to get the part as quickly as possible sure. and install it. So we don't want to say, hey, we're waiting around. That's why a lot of other garage door companies, hey, we can get there and we can deliver this in three months. That's because mm -hmm. we're waiting for that ship to connect with that yeah. ship. That <laughs> that we don't have to do that. We can be agnostic about the brand because at the end of the day, the customer just wants a brown garage door that has four windows on top. Yep. They don't care what company it is. So yep. we're able to keep a smaller inventory where we get shipments more frequently. It decreases your square footage of what you need for your office, and it allows you to offer more options to your customers. That's that's awesome. So, Ray, so, maybe, maybe you got to think about this brand, Ray. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds really good. But unfortunately, Chicago is all taken up. You know? Hey, you know, you know, I'm not loyal to Chicago. I'd like to go yeah. further south. So, yeah. Austin, we're going to have to talk to you about that. Come to Texas. We've got plenty of room. Water's warm. Yes, yes. So, listen, I, I want to thank you for coming on again. And, you know, we are loyal fans of yours as well. So, anywhere you go, we're going to have you come on and talk about your brand. And I've got a couple ideas of some clients I'm working with that I think this would fit nicely. And they're not in major, major markets. So uh, I think that would be a lot of fun and just see what they think and have them call up and meet you. And if anybody out there is listening and wants to learn more about the brand, obviously they can uh, find your information on our website. They can call us for help getting through the process. And, but Austin, how do you want them to contact you if they want to contact you directly? Well, I'd love for you to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can take a picture of that QR code that's there. But if you do really want to formally enter into the process of exploring this franchise, I would highly encourage you go through Kristen and Ray. There is such a benefit for you as the person who's looking at a business to have someone like Kristen or Ray who can be that unbiased third party for you. Right. As, as chummy as we are, you guys are not on my team. You're on the team right. of the client who you are showing different franchises. Right. Yep. And yep. your goal and also my goal at the end of the day 
is for them to end up in the franchise that helps them reach their goals for their income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity. And yeah, for sure. Very possible that could be through precision. If so, I'll be uh, you know happy boy. But I would much rather make sure they end up finding the right business rather than right. the business that happens to be in front of them. And you and Ray, you guys are the guardrails for that. Yeah. So I just think your role is incredibly important. I would encourage people if they want to find me to go through you. Thank you. You're for awesome. That. That's very, yeah. very, very accurate. Yeah. Thank you very much. And yeah. with that, I'm going to tell you that we're going to have you back on again very soon. And I appreciate you coming and I'm ready to get back to the ball game at my Illinois premier team here. And thank you again very much. We'll talk to you very soon. You're welcome. Play ball. Hey, franchise owners. How's your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new move-ins to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a y.com. Thank you for joining us on Pillars of Franchising today. I'd like to give a special shout out to Jerry Akers, Karen Kimsey-Sword, Ray Pillar, Laura Liss, our franchise lawyer, Andrea Mundy, and a special thank you to Fred McMurray, our producer. This has been another episode of Pillars of Franchising. And remember, we are your resource for franchising success. Join us again next week at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, wherever you get your podcast. Have a great week.